Every summer we'd take a month off and get in the car and go camping. I had a little car, a Volkswagen or something. And in that car we had a cat. We traveled with a cat. We'd camp and the cat would run around and be there in the morning somehow. We were in Idaho, the Panhandle. We had one of these maps that showed where lakes and forests were and we found a forest trail, a road. It was just a little road. And we went back to the end of it and there was this beautiful lake called Bead Lake. Well, when we drove in, we noticed that there were these little uh, bear cubs, or very small bears, uh, kind of roaming around the place, eating berries. They won't bother them, they won't bother us. So we pulled up at this wonderful little lake, got out, looked at it, told this is the place. I don't think we had even had used a tent, so we got a few things out and then said, well, let's go get something to eat because we uh, were maybe five, ten miles from a little town. So we went in and got a nice meal and came back and uh, they were still kind of wandering around. Well, that's, that's okay. When it got dark, we just caught in our sleeping bags and went to sleep. Sometime in the middle of the night, screeching and howling, our cat just came running and yelling and, and kind of screeching and dived into our sleeping bag and went to the bottom of the sleeping bag and just sat there and shook. We looked up, we saw this bear in our face. It had also come to a screeching stop at the head of our sleeping bag. It was chasing the cat. Bear chased the cat to the sleeping bag and halted just, and just sat there for a minute and then turned around and ran away. <laughs> and the cat remained in our sleeping bag trembling the rest of the <laughs> so That was just an interesting little side story of bears. It was a longer trip. We went to Yellowstone Park because we loved Yellowstone. No cats this time. We, we would drive up the West Coast all the way to Oregon, almost to Washington, then cut across Idaho Panhandle and then keep going. There were certain areas there you can camp. It's more restricted now, uh, much more restricted. Anyway, then we could just kind of walk in and find a place and we threw our sleeping bags down and no tents. <laughs> Sometime again during the middle of the night, uh, and kicked me, and I kicked her back. And she said, what are you doing? What are you kicking me for? I said, well, you kicked me. And she said, no, I didn't. And we kind of sat up on the bag and looked, and there was this bear, a uh, good-sized bear. You could see straight ahead. He was a little bit down the path. And we said, that bear just walked on our sleeping bag. We were probably camped in the middle of this bear's path, and he just was going along the way he would normally go and just happened to step on our sleeping bag as he was walking along and woke me up. I thought she were kicking me. <laughs> I was working on my dissertation to pass my oral in 77, 78. 
I decided that I would take a week and take all my books that I was reading to pass my exams up to the Boundary Waters and spend a week in the water alone reading and studying. And so I loaded up all my books and drove all the way up to the Outfitters, got into my canoe, made camp on an island, which I had known about from previous trips. Set up my tent, set up everything, got up my books, cooked my dinner, went to bed that night. Got up the next morning, went up the hill to dig a little hole, relieve myself. And when I came back, there was a bear sitting in the middle of my camp beginning to paw through my food pack. When you camp, you put your food pack in a tree, you post it up in a tree on a rope, which I had done the night before. You find a limb and you put it pretty far out to keep the bear away. And when I went up to take a leak, I'd forgotten to put it back up the tree. So here was this bear had gotten into my food pack. And I looked at the bear. It was just starting to kind of paw into it. And I thought, oh my, if that bear gets into my food, I'm out, I'm gone. I can't stay here. I said, I am committed to being here for a week. I'm not going to let that bear do that. So I walked very slowly up to the bear and I asked it very politely. I said, bear, would you please go? <laughs> and I talked very quietly and very gently and I didn't I tried not to alarm it. And when I got up pretty close to it, it just kind of looked up at me and stared at me. And I thought, oh God, there's the bear or me. I'm not leaving here. I had a 45 pistol with me and I put that on. And then I also got a big pan with a metal container and I said, I'm gonna get that bear out of here. So I went very fast up to the bear, banging on this thing, and I started yelling and shouting and swearing at it, get the hell out of here, you son of a bitch. I said, I swore and I yelled. I mean, what's the 45 gonna do against the bear? Maybe nothing unless you put his mouth or his head in the head. I don't know what it's gonna do, so I'm scared to death. I got up to the bear and I said, get, and I, and I pointed at it, and I said, you get now. The bear reared up and looked at me, and I thought, this is the moment of truth. He's either gonna charge me or he's gonna leave. And turned around and ran off into the woods. <laughs> and I sat down on the logs and just shook for about 10 minutes. I always thought that was the dumbest thing I've ever done. From then on, I put my food up in a tree. One of uh, camping trips, again, we were going to uh, our favorite national park, Glacier Park. You could go right into the park, which is what we usually did. An alternative was to turn left at the entrance, and you went down a dirt road for maybe half a mile, and there was a campsite. And so we went down this half mile, kind of, kind of semi-dirt road. It was a really nice campground. So we thought, well, we'll camp outside the park tonight. When we pulled in, there were you know, maybe three or four other tents, people camping there. We noticed that at the edge of the campsite, there was this huge iron, I don't know how to describe it, cage on wheels. It was round, it was huge. And we, we asked one of the other campers, what is that? It is a bear trap. What do you mean bear trap? Well, we've had bears wandering around our site. The National Service, Park Service, wants to move this bear so it doesn't annoy the people coming to the park. This is baited at the end. They'll come up and bait it tonight with something bears like to eat, I guess. <laughs>
And the idea, you know, the idea is the bear enters the trap to get the food, the clang, he's locked in. So we say, well, that's interesting. And what's, it's a good workout. So we go to bed that night after having been in town, and we, all we have is this little sleeping bag. And sometime in the middle of the night, I hear this noise. We're walking around and sniff, sniff, sniffing around the camp, walking around the camp, and I raise up and look, and it's this, it's the bear. He's kind of wandering around our campsite. We did not have a tent. We were just on the ground looking at this bear wandering around with it. Uh, I kind of put my head back down and a minute later I heard this huge clang, roar, <laughs> and the bear has gotten into this trap and is trying to get out and he's making noise and rattling. And eventually things quiet down and we go back to sleep. Next morning, uh, we kind of look around and the bear's moving much, he's maybe lying, I don't know. About a half hour after we wake up, this National Park truck comes up, uh, backs up to the trap, hooks it up, and drives off with the bear. And I said, what are you gonna do with the bear? And he said, well, we, we just take him to another area on another mountain where he isn't gonna bother anybody, let him out.